0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Super Black, the podcast celebrating black superheroes and villains across all media. This week's installment, we're going to cover the very first black female superhero in the Avengers. I'm talking about Monica Rambeau, a.k.a. Captain Marvel. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Carl Waldron. And of course, this is the Super Black Podcast. Uh, This week, we're going to talk about Monica Rambeau. Now, full disclosure, I know just as much about Monica Rambeau as I read on the internet today. And I'll credit the website io9 for actually putting me on to Monica Rambeau. I did not know who this woman was. And this is exactly why I did this podcast. It was kind of a learning experience for myself, as well as to help educate, you know, anyone who doesn't know that much about black superheroes. I I myself wanted to find out more because, again, I didn't grow up uh, surrounding myself with black superheroes. I was into the X-Men. I was into, you know, Superman and Batman and, you know, the regular Marvel stuff. But I I wasn't really, like, I didn't identify with Bishop, you know? I'm not a woman, so I didn't really gravitate towards Storm, but those were kind of the only black heroes that were around me. So it's it's nice to now retreat back and, and, and see the things that I missed. And Monica Rambeau is a big one. Uh, I didn't know any of this stuff going in, but this is a it's interesting find for me because this episode was originally supposed to be about Miss Marvel, the uh, the new Miss Marvel, uh, Kamala Khan. She is a Muslim. 16 uh, year old girl who gets powers and adopts the name Miss Marvel and that was going to be the original I mean we'll still talk about her but uh, literally this is really really serendipitous as I got the the Miss Marvel book for uh, Kamala Khan I went online and the first article I saw was from io9 website about Monica Rambeau as Captain Marvel and I was like oh this is interesting uh, article because I'm doing a, a whole thing about Miss Marvel, so let's uh, let's let's check this out. And here's what I found out: Monica Rambeau is the first Black female superhero in the Avengers. What? Well, <laughs> like, when when did this happen? I didn't know. I didn't know anything about this woman. And that reading that sentence in that in that article made me. It, it clicked something clicked it was like I'm reading this Miss Marvel comic the original black there's an original black Miss Marvel slash captain Marvel in this I, I, you can see I'm dumbstruck I'm confounded I, I was there, everything kind of fell into place i I didn't know what else to do I was sitting here formulating the podcast and I said, you know what let's just do it on Monica, because it just makes a lot more sense. I mean, that's a big step. And this is from the 80s. Way back in the 80s, before there was tons and tons of, you know, black superheroes headlining anything, uh, she was the very first black member of the Avengers. or a black uh, female member of the Avengers. That's a big deal. And to adopt the moniker of Captain Marvel is also a large deal. Now, from the article and from Wikipedia, it seems that Monica wasn't bestowed the Captain Marvel name under any sort of you know honorary like this is going to be the first black Captain Marvel... No, it was nothing like that at the time. Captain Marvel, well, not at the time, a little before Captain Marvel was actually the name of Shazam. If anyone's ever seen Shazam, he's basically the magical Superman over in DC. Uh, before DC owned owned the character Shazam, he was named Captain Marvel, and DC originally sued and ultimately won a suit where they can no longer produce Captain Marvel comic books because he was, they said that he was infringing on the Superman idea. And he kind of was because Shazam is, again, basically a magical Superman. So Marvel sees this as an opportunity to capture the name Captain Marvel. So they create a character named mar you know, very... Unique, and uh, give him the name Captain Marvel. Now the character wasn't that interesting, and he ultimately didn't really work. So revamps in was it the eighties led them to creating Monica Rambeau. Who is they? Uh, Monica Rambeau was created by Roger Stern and John Romita Jr. And at the time, they used Monica as sort of a reboot for the Captain Marvel character. Uh, when she was created, she didn't bring over any of the powers from Marvel. She had her own thing going. She had her own uh, you know, personality, her own powers, her own suit. Everything was different but she held on to the Captain Marvel moniker. Uh, fast forward, they wrote her into a bunch of books and they offered her a spot on the Avengers and then she became the first black female Avenger. That's a pretty big deal, especially adopting this pretty big I mean she kind of holds the name Captain Marvel, which I always found a strange name because it it's the name of the company. So she essentially she is the first lady of Marvel in that she had she was the first, you know, female Captain Marvel. That's how big is that? Think about how big that is. You thought Michelle Obama was huge. This lady, this lady started it all in comic books, man. She, <laughs> so you know, step over, Michelle. We got we got this covered. So not only was she the first, but she also ended up running the Avengers when the Wasp stepped down from her position as leader. So not she she went from becoming the first black uh, female superhero in the Avengers to the first black female leader of the Avengers. That's huge. It you know, it, it it's it's so underrated and you don't really think about it because I mean it's a comic book but think about all the little girls if they were to read that book and see a strong woman leading this team of superheroes that's that's some powerful stuff and you know there's not enough positive stuff like that in the world so when i when i read that you can see why i had to change my my topic from kamala who we will talk about to to Monica, I, I found it incredibly inspiring and, and interesting, and it was the, again the reason why I do this podcast. So I can find out really cool stuff like this, and then pretty much just regurgitate it back at you. Now, again, I will give all credit to Io9 for putting up putting me up on this topic, and I will put a link to that article in the show notes, so as to give credit where credit is due. All right, enough gushy stuff. Let's get back to the character. So, as a character, uh, Captain Marvel is, is kind of a, a, a moniker that's kind of passed around a lot. Uh, and in Monica's time, she actually held a lot more than Captain Marvel. She actually dropped that moniker to Gen- Genus Fell. I hope I'm saying that right. I know someone's correcting me right now. But Marvel ended up introducing Marvel's son to take back the name Captain Marvel... And which led Monica to actually get different um, Monica mon- monikers. <laughs> it led Monica to get different monikers. Uh, she went by Photon. She went by Pulsar. She went by her own name, Monica Rambeau, during a, a, a phase where she was part of the Next Wave Agents of Hate. And I believe she went by Auntie Auntie Monica in that. As well, when she was transitioning from uh, Pulsar, yeah, when she was transitioning from the name Pulsar, she began using Auntie Monica for their group, and she ended up, she's now in today's comic book, she's going by Spectrum. Nothing wrong with that, everyone has to move on sometimes, so it's good that she was Captain Marvel for a time, but she's kind of coming to her own as a singular character. Now, let's take a moment to dive right into... I say dive right into a lot. Let's take a moment and go over Monica's uh, powers and abilities. Now, I'm going to read these straight off of Wikipedia since I, I have no idea what they are. Monica Rambeau, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, has complete control over all the energy in the within the electromagnetic spectrum. Uh, she can control cosmic rays, gamma rays, X-rays ultraviolet radiation visible light electricity infrared radiation microwaves radio waves and neutrinos i don't know what any of that is or means but it sounds pretty powerful to me now her grasp over these energies allows her to fly at the speed of light uh project energies uh one wavelength at a time uh from her body and go invisible uh since she can manipulate uh visible light she can you know Bend it, and she can go invisible. So she has quite a bit of power. She can, uh, if she encounters a new energy that she wasn't uh, familiar with, she can almost certainly replicate it and make it part of her repertoire. Uh, She's—I mean—that's a pretty broad spectrum of powers. But it's no more or less broad than any other powers that superheroes have. It's it's, just—it's—it's interesting, and it gives her a lot of depth. I suppose she could do a lot of different stuff. You can write a comic about her encountering some energy she can, like the Phoenix Force. What happens if she runs into the Phoenix Force? That's a pretty powerful energy. I wonder if she can manipulate that. And how does she stack up against Bishop? Uh, Since Bishop can absorb, well, he he absorbs projectile powers. I don't know where I'm going with this line of thought. But this is, the, this is the good stuff, you know? This is what, what you start to think about when you're, in, you're interested in comic books. And people listening should understand that. Like, you think you run into a hero you never heard of, and then you wonder how they stack up against other heroes and other villains. Uh, and you think up ridiculous scenarios to put them in, which is why I thought of Bishop. I don't know where that came from. But it'd be interesting to see if she... Like, could she absorb the energy he puts out at her and because his energy is not a one-to-one thing never mind it's 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 out there uh i'm gonna use this moment to let my brain cool down we'll take a break and uh, we'll be right back with a uh, did you know section stay tuned we're at the break again. Welcome people. Uh, again, I want to thank you all for listening to the super black podcast. I really hope you're enjoying this because I'm super enjoying this. I mean, I'm learning some new stuff about a woman named Monica Rambeau who knew she was all, all these things and she was in law enforcement and she's a great character and I need to read up more about her. So in this break, I want to implore you as the listener to help me find out more about Monica Rambeau. If you have any suggestions on comics i should read about her or specific panels you think i should look at that are really cool and interesting demonstrating her powers and amazing ability to be cool please 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 contact me on twitter at super black pc again the twitter handle is at super black pc pc is for podcast if you have a moment go to the twitter page leave some love uh, these suggestions some topics you'd like to talk about anything you want to hear I'd love to be uh, pretty to your suggestions and your thoughts so uh, I thank you again for listening and enjoy the rest of the show hello everybody and welcome back to side B of the podcast uh, we're going to do a very quick Did You Know. Then we're going to do a little twist on Exceptional Media. And then I'm going to get you out of here, guys. So let's get started. So the Did You Know for Monica Rambo is a funny one that I actually found very interesting. And it really... The the idea of Monica was already intriguing. And then reading this little snippet actually made me more interested in her. If, if that was even possible. Uh, so... Again, the character Monica Rambeau was created by Roger Stern and the artist John Romita Jr, and she first appeared in The Amazing Spider-Man Annual number no. 16 in 1982. Now, talking about the visual features of the character, John Romita Jr noted that originally the character was intended to look like Pam Greer. That's huge. Did you know Marvel's first black Female Avenger leader was supposed to look like Pam Greer, America's first black pulp fiction woman. (laughs) How my mind melted a little bit when I read that because I was the biggest Pam Greer fan. Now, I know what you're thinking. No, I am not that old, but I grew up with very old parents and we watched a lot of old movies. And Pam Greer was a, a standout character. Uh, from those movies now i didn't actually watch any of those black exploitation movies with my parents because that would have been very awkward but uh i did hear her name passed around quite a bit and i saw pictures of her uh in passing as my parents watched those movies and told me to shuffle on because it wasn't for me doing air quotes around the microphone but uh as I grew up and I found out who Pam Grier was, and was introduced to her and stuff like uh, Jackie Brown, and you know, actually going back and, and watching all those Foxy the Foxy Brown movies and and uh, what was it the, that I can't remember the name of that prison movie? Uh, I fell in love with Pam Grier, and any you can ask anybody in my life that I grew up with, they knew that I was a Pam Grier fan. To this day, I think Pam Grier is one of the foxiest ladies to ever walk the planet. I defy any of you to tell me I'm wrong I defy you and to know that Monica was originally intended to look like Pam greer that's huge uh the sadder part is that things sort of fell apart uh in the drawing process so let me go to the quote from John Romita Jr. I just took some reference on Pam Greer because I always loved her and at the last moment somebody said well we need to use this woman here because they thought maybe Pam Grier wasn't as good looking as the model they found. It was fine because by the time she got done by other artists, it ended up looking like the generic black character anyway. <laughs> so, originally she's supposed to look like Foxy Brown, but other artists and busybodies said, oh, we have this other better looking model to who I could not even fathom who they could have thought looked better than Pam Grier. I don't even understand what that person would have was thinking but whatever I guess in John Ramita's eyes it was for the best because if it wasn't going to look exactly like Pam Greer then just make it some generic person whatever who cares and for you know by and large it's a better fit to make her a more generic character and not saddle her with you know all of Pam Greer's uh baggage whatever that baggage may be you don't want to associate your character with an already an established character or make people feel like you're possibly creating a super foxy brown which would have been awesome but you know it's not something that Marvel could probably get away with. So ultimately making her look uh, as she does you know as her own person was a better route. but just could you think if Marvel had super foxy Brown on their team? What? Or coffee? Oh, man. Let's take this opportunity to cool down and move right along to the exceptional media portion of the podcast. Now, since I'm just hearing about Monica Rambo, I can't give you any good things to go out and look for to find out more about her. So I'm going to turn it on its head. I'm going to ask you to suggest to me and every other listener things that they should go out and look for if they're interested in learning more about Monica Rambeau are there any uh, specific comics where she was incredibly uh, leadershipy are there any uh, stories that really paint her in a, a positive light are there you know any really cool panels that you guys know of that you can post on the Twitter feed showing her doing something incredibly heroic if there is please do so I mean this podcast is not just uh, it, it's for everybody. I was going to say not just for me, but you know, it's not just for you either. It's it's so we can all share in these characters and, and find out more about these, these interesting superheroes. So I encourage everyone to, to share these tidbits with each other and, and learn more about Monica. And down the line, I will update uh, Monica's profile with different, uh, fan reactions and how people feel about her. Good and bad. You know, you're not going to love every character, of course. So I'll welcome all thoughts and opinions on, uh, Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau. And I think with that, I'm going to close out this podcast because I couldn't gush over this character anymore. I'm going to go out and find out more about her. Uh, and I'm going to take this opportunity to, to shuffle on. I know I said I was going to talk about Miss Marvel Kamala Khan, but I don't want to shortchange that character. So look for a future episode with her. I'm an, it is actually going to give me some time to finish her book and get a, a real good sense of her. So uh, we have some time. So you can look forward to that uh, and maybe go out and do some research on her on your own. And then come back and we'll uh, we'll all talk about her as well. So this has been Super Black. I have been Carl. You have been the listeners. And this has been a great time. So uh, I'll see you guys next time. Sweet Christmas.